It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who's wearing some strange red shirt that's got, like, Tweety Bird on it or something. What the hell is that shirt, Murray? That would be Deadpool. That's Deadpool? It looks like Tweety Bird. Are you sure it's not Tweety Bird? Dead. I see Tweety Bird. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. I don't know. Is it like Tweety Bird? Looks like Tweety Bird. I'm not sure if it's Tweety Bird. I see Tweety Bird. Ray, can you move around a bit? Like do a little dance? I don't dance. I'm not a monkey. Make a little love? Get down thing. tonight. Ooh! Get down tonight. Ooh! I got nothing. No you intro? Got nothing. Want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Seriously, you want me to read it? <laughs> no, I'm just not prepared today. For no, the first time not. ever, I am not prepared. Well. Thanks to Wolf and supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or, even better, support us and join the Film Rage community by joining your membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie, and we will watch it if it played in cinemas anywhere in the world. Yeah, we might have to. Or at a film festival anywhere in the world. This is getting silly. It's the best. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. It's like Fonzie. C-A! Like Fonzie. He's like Fonzie. Yeah. Eh? Because he's cool. Because he's cool. Just like Bryce. He's too sc- like the cool, cool side of the pillow. He's too, yeah, he is the cool side of the pillow. So soft and manageable. Cool. So we went to the cinemas. We did. And you know what it is? It's Halloween season. It is. In theory. In theory. So we got to see a movie called... Halloween Ends. Cool. What's it all about? Well, sir, Halloween Ends is the third attempt at the franchise from David Gordon Green, and this one is as far away from the concept of the original John Carpenter film as any yet. Except for maybe Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. We start <laughs> we start by introducing a brand new protagonist in Corey Cunningham in a flat performance from Rohan Campbell. The opening sequence of the film has Corey babysitting some brat and then tragedy ensues. Best part. Visually effective scene that was well executed, but ultimately had me wondering where on earth is this going to go from here? The event is a launching point for an underdeveloped romance that made little sense between Corey and Allison, played by Andy Matichak. Allison, of course, is the granddaughter of Laurie Strode, once again played by Jamie Lee Curtis, who is the obsession of one Mr. Michael Myers. We then go through a whole lot of nonsensical buildup that includes Corey being bullied by some marching band thugs. Yes, apparently in Haddonfield, the marching bands are 
the marching band are badasses. We see Corey at home with his mom. We see Corey at work. We see Corey and Allison on a date. We see Corey and Allison having name conversations that no one would ever have. We, oh, 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 we see Lori Strode burn a pie. That was really good. It was awesome. We see Lori Strode shopping in a Halloween movie. Let's show Lori Strode shopping. Epic. None of this is building to anything. Then finally, we get a glimpse of Michael Myers that is so underwhelming due to the fact that is not only that it not only made no sense, but I also did not understand what got us to that point. On the end of the last film, this this could I don't know how this got to where it was we four got years later, five years later. Mm, the weird dynamic between Michael and Corey that followed did not work for me at all. The kills were uninspired aside from the demise of a local radio DJ, which was brilliant. Fantastic. The way they even disposed of the body at the end was underwhelming. The whole project seemed rushed to me from the sloppy writing to the poor performances, to the lack of cohesiveness, to the climax that was not climatic at all. At the end of the day, this was not a good movie. And it was made even worse by not delivering a fitting end to the icon known as Michael Myers. Halloween ends should have been named Halloween Disappoints. Oh, yeah. And it was also a rage. Nice. Ragey rage. Ragey rage McRagenstein. I'm kind of happy. Uh-huh. I thought you'd like it more than that, to be honest. I did not like it. I knew he didn't like it, but I didn't think he didn't like it that much. Well, we, we'll have some unpacking because I think we have to... There's a lot to discuss it from this film when you think of this as a trilogy book, bookend, for sure. I was excited to see this film when I knew it was coming out in cinemas because <laughs> yeah. that's a new thing for us. As, yeah. as was I. In fact, I was so excited... I tore my shirt off and showed my tits. You did. I did. Remember that? Mm. That's how excited I was. Fantastic. The music by John Carpenter, plus a soundtrack that was incredible. Murderous training wheels, evil bully band geeks, a slow building foreplay of murdergasm, building to a blood orgy of epic proportions. This wasn't the best of the trilogy, which we were hoping for. Is if you've listened to last year's episode and the year before that's episode, where we talked about Halloween and then we talked about Halloween Kills. This was supposed to be the beautiful, tasty icing on the top of the cake, and we're going to talk about that later. So no, this was this was not the Halloween cake that we were expecting. It did have some interesting twists and turns and some delicious murders, especially the one that made the record skip a beat, as Bryce has already alluded. This wasn't nearly as funny as the second or nearly as graphic and violent as the second. But what it lacked in violent originality, it made up for in predictable fun with twists and turns to keep you on your toes. I loved how every character was a list that was like a shopping list of who you wanted to die and who you wanted to murder them was not necessarily the person that you got which is Michael. Yeah. But the first death in the film, and I will maybe quote Bryce on this, when he went, this, this fucking annoying kid, except for he didn't say fucking, this anno fucking annoying kid needs to die. And then almost instantly, it happens. Yes. So I wasn't sure if Bryce was a soothsayer or foreteller of, of a future to come. But if you couldn't have predicted that one from a mile away, maybe a little disappointing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so perhaps the makers of this film took a playbook from John Krasinski's uh, last original film that he made that was good compared to the second film he made in his duology yeah, when he killed the kid in the first 10 minutes. Because <laughs> if you're going to, when you see this in a horror movie, you know you're in for a little bit of a surprise. 
Yes, there was tons of slasher tropes and like most slashers were predictable and corny, but there was also tons to laugh at and with. So it was a fun romp through memory lane. I was a little disappointed that no one but me was chanting evil dies tonight. And I kind of didn't like the five years later scenario, but everything Lori said, every line of dialogue, even when she was grocery shopping was incredibly awesome and funny and seeing the mesmerizing will Patton was also great unfortunately as i mentioned it wasn't the best in the series because ultimately i think what we were all hoping for after seeing halloween kills was perhaps a john wick meets michael myers and have mikey and friends take this train to murderville so that we basically saw mike myers literally kill every single person in this town that's that's what i think this movie was building to and if that was i think every single person that saw the second one was hoping for that movie we did not get that movie we got everything the opposite of that movie but what i did like about this was i did like the fact that it was very tropey but it was kind of like there all the way through it. You kind of couldn't even think expect. It was I think the, yeah, it was, I mean, all all the tropes were there. That they, and I'm not. I, I don't like the tropes. But what I did like about it, it was it was I was kind of. It made every single person annoying, and so it was it was so much fun to watch them die. In that respect, I was kind of enjoying the film as I was watching it because I don't normally enjoy slashers. Isn't my favorite genre, but when they're done in the in the respect of in the last film we it was it was over the top funny and slasher gore this one was more in my opinion a somewhat of a, a throwback to the twists and turns they kind of m night chamlama ding donged us a little bit on a couple things it i ultimately it wasn't what i expected i didn't absolutely hate it like bryce i thought it was meh and we should unpack a few things Mer, what'd you think yes <sighs> Halloween ends. Does it? Does it really? I don't know. It would seem so. Uh, I'm going to start with the last 20 minutes. Much as I don't like slasher films, this was an extremely satisfying conclusion to a tired old franchise. Plenty of blood, plenty of stabby stabby. Uh, this film should have been called Corey's Halloween. Michael Myers doesn't show up until spoiler alert 45 minutes into it which is not even halfway uh the journey this creepy little psycho babysitter goes on is very chilling but has sweet bub kiss to do with michael myers when he does show up he's a pathetic old man living in the sewers he might as well have a cane or a walker to get around. <laughs> yeah, kind of... This is the same guy who took out an entire fire department in the last film. He's basically a mentor for this sick young man. So in that way, it's not really a Halloween film until the ends. See what I did there? Yeah, I like that actually. There were some good kills and Corey was undoubtedly the star of this film, much as it was. I mean, Jamie Lee was pretty awesome, though. She is awesome. Uh, as for Michael, like most horror films I watch, meh. There you go. Hi. But by, by the way, if you had your way, yeah, and you got your way with the the mesmerized list, Will Patton would be gone right now. <laughs> but he's not because number one, there was nobody else nobody in this this movie was that was that was, it was more well, mesmerizing than him. He still outplayed everybody, list. but also he wasn't in it for more than five minutes, though. So. Oh yeah, he was. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, he was. Watching make the moves on uh, on Laurie. I guarantee he was in for more than five minutes. The, the, um, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I was very sad to watch that pathetic, pathetic performance by will Patton. yeah I, it made me it literally made me sad cringe yeah you know i i think they were i think that's why they kind of tried to m night m night it through the film was because i they, don't think they tried to m night they either. did be the real okay here's the reason why i think that i think it because everything that we were expecting obviously didn't happen right because you know even when the movie starts we're like okay isn't this supposed to be the same night because the first one 
to the second one was the same night. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of thinking, isn't this going to be like a John Wick 3? Like, isn't this going to be Halloween 3 that it's going to follow right after there? And I'm thinking in my mind, how the hell are we going to get Lori, who's still in the hospital, to fight against Michael? Mm -hmm. But then I thought to myself, well, he's probably injured because he got a few shots mm-hmm. into him and so what do they do they fast forward five years and, and or four four or five years i'm not sure and then i think what they were doing this is my guess whether i think this is great or not because it wasn't the movie i wanted as i think they were trying to you know because it's ends they're they're trying to make it think like oh they're going to lead us down this path so that we all think wait a minute this isn't going to end because now they've got a mentorship program with Michael Myers doing the Rocky uh, version with this new Corey kid. And like why they didn't have like the Rocky theme music at some point in the movie was disappointing for me for sure. But then again, could you imagine um, John Carpenter writing a reboot of the Rocky theme music? That might have been actually pretty cool. I don't even know what you're talking about. Ultimately, I'm saying is that they were trying to make us think, the viewer that we're like, this isn't going to end. This yeah, isn't going to end because they were, they're, they were pulling the old beat and switch. Yeah, they bait and switched us. And, and I, and I get that, but they didn't it, do a nothing, good job. Of nothing that. worked like nothing at all. And it was a whole lot of nothing. And I'm usually a fan of nothing, but not, <laughs> not in this particular case. It was, it wasn't a Halloween movie. The performances were terrible. It, it seemed half written to me. Like nothing connected with me. Like I didn't, I couldn't even connect the dots. It's like, okay, sorry. How did we get to here? Like I was just confused through the whole thing. And I wasn't confused because I didn't get it or it's, I was confused because it literally didn't make sense. And it was not a very well-written movie. And I expected so much more. I was excited when David Gordon Greed decided he was going to, and, and I shouldn't, I should, I should know better than get excited about anything. That's a remake at this point in my life. Yes. Unless it's Rob Zombie, but I just, I was so excited. Cause uh. I thought, you know what, if anybody can do this, it's going to be him. And he has, he's let me down. It was actually the first one was okay. Yep. Second one. It's like, okay, it was pretty good. It pretty was good. pretty awesome. And then he gets to the third one where he's got a, you know, where he's got, it was bad. It was it, just bad. It's, it's funny though. Why, why did we like kill so much? And and if you remember, it was a high man. Yeah, like for both of us, I know, it was a high be, man because it was entertaining. Yes, and it was entertaining from opening scene to closing scene, and it was more in the vein of you know, you know, scene after scene after scene that something was like. Like it would, it almost had a frenetic pace to it. Yeah, oh yeah. Where this, and as I say, usually I like the slow you like burn. Like but this didn't make any sense. Yeah. As I say, I love, I love the opening scene. Yeah. And I hated everything after it. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. And I thought this was one of the worst acted movies I've seen in a long time. I don't care what you say. Everybody was bad in this. I, I liked I liked Jamie Lee Curtis's delivery. Yeah. And, oh, and she was awesome. Everybody was bad. Ultimately, I think that the concept was they were trying to bait and switch us so that we would think, okay, Halloween doesn't end. And here's the thing. They tried to bait and switch us, so I should have been frustrated by that. Yeah. But I wasn't because I didn't give a crap. <laughs> well, here's something I read uh, while doing research. The creator of this character, Michael Myers, apparently made some kind of deal with the people who made these movies that Michael Myers could not be killed off. You like mean that, John that, Carpenter? No, no. Well, yeah, whoever wrote it, whatever. Did he write it? I don't know. But yeah, the original. Whoever it was, they made a deal when they were going to make the, this trilogy that they couldn't kill him off. I'm like, well, then what's the point? But like, has, huh? Halloween but ends, but they did they kill him off or didn't they? Because well, he, it's apparently it's in the paper. He's well, definitely not allowed dead. to kill him off. So because yeah. they just won't make any more movies. Well, or you can just go, you know, balls to the wall, Jason, on this whole thing, and somehow lightning hits something, and <laughs> all of a sudden it restores him. And <laughs> some some secret acid gets dropped into yeah. something, and some yeah, compound, that, and then all of a sudden his body parts go back together. But yeah, but Mike Myers has never been the same no, wacky that Jason is, right? It's no, just not. That's the same. what I'm saying. That's the only way you bring him back at this point if you go. Unless they do an origin story again. 
Because for the first, yeah, let's go back to the, let's remake the original. <laughs> Re reboot. Let's it with start everybody. it all over with again. All new cast. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Let's have Rob Zombie take another crack. Let's at it. please stop sure. saying that filthy, filthy word. That makes me throw up every time you say it. Unless you're talking about his music. One of the I finest directors. I don't want to hear la, 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 la. No, he's not. He's terrible. Oh, uh, he's I, so good. No. Every single one of his movies he's made isn't even the, as good. The, as the Devil's Halloween Rejects is. is on my top 10 movies of all time. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> now, we did get to see something else, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We got to see something called Stars... At noon. What the hell that means? Yeah. Stars at noon. I don't know what that means. Stars at noon. So Tell me about stars at noon. Yes. I'm excited. So <laughs> it sounds like it should be, right? Not in a while have I seen a film that I was thinking to myself, what the fuck? For pretty much the entire movie. From the softcore... I'm just wondering if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm actually on pins and I know. Here. From the, from the softcore blue movie porn mixed in with the politically charged suspense drama. Yeah. <laughs> where this is and isn't any clarity to what is happening and no urgency seems to be on anyone. And yet yeah. Yeah. there is intensity in the film that should have pushed our leads more to do something. Except lay in bed and have sex. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's right. We needed... Some more nudity in softcore porn. Yeah, there wasn't enough nudity in that. I mean, I love the fact that I was waiting on bated breath for something to happen the entire movie, which does kind of bookend nicely from the beginning to the end. Uh -huh. But man, this movie was so, so long and draggy. What? To get to completion, that that was that was very little uh, <laughs> underwhelming. In addition, lots of random events happen that do not seem to make any sense. In fact, what? That, my review of this is almost Bryce's review from Halloween Ends. What the hell were you watching? Uh, and okay, uh, I, wait, is, butt is any is anybody else confused here? I know I am. This film was way too long, what? and although. I liked some of the characters and some of the relationships. Ultimately, it didn't go anywhere fast. Okay, where's the butt? Not, not. <laughs> oh, there was. I'm butt, not really. Me. I'm actually not really sure what actually happened in this movie. Right up until the very Why end, I kept. Always have I, to happen. I was. I because they were kind of leading up to something happening. Happen. No, no, I. Uh, I understand his argument, but but this movie was by what had to have been at least twenty minutes too long. They could have cut out. They could have cut. They could have cut forty minutes out of this. And, and the only should have been three plus and, hours. And the 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 softcore porn that we saw wasn't even good. Cut. Wasn't even that good of softcore porn. It wasn't. That's there wasn't saying. softcore porn. What is this yeah. softcore this, porn? This is, this is what. The, the, what, the, what, to, what were to, you watching? To Maury's point, it was like when, when they didn't have anything else to do in the movie, they'd say, you know what we're missing here? We need another scene of them having sex I in a different hotel room. No. Ultimately, this was a meh because, because uh -huh. I did like I did like the acting of the acting these actors. Great. And I did like I did like the music, how they did it. The music was great. The the challenge that I had with this film, and Murray probably will talk about this a little bit in a minute, was they're trying to they were trying to somewhat make it a period piece, but it's yes, not but it really wasn't. a period piece. So yeah. no, no, it was ultimately, that, it was yeah. It's supposed to technically take place in the eighties. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's based yes, on a book. It is. That is from. Yeah, the 80s. I understand. It's based on a yeah. book from the eighties, but yeah. they updated the story. They did. Yeah, but Nicaragua is not having the same issues, same issues that they were having the back in the eighties, like this this movie tries to make it portray. There was no fighting anywhere. Yeah. So let's pretend that it wasn't based on anything true. Ultimately, it took too long to get where it was going, yes. which wasn't anywhere, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But it was twenty minutes to forty minutes too long. It was a man. All right, whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure Murray liked it, though. Go ahead, Murray. Uh, oh, yeah, just you wait. Uh, what the hell was this film? I know, right? No, really. Did like what the I hell know. was it? I am with you, brother. The original it was book. so good, though. The original book and the synopsis 
according to the idiots at IMDb, was this. This was written on the IMDb page, by the way. 1984's Nicaragua, a mysterious English businessman and a headstrong American journalist strike up a romance as they become embroiled in a dangerous labyrinth of lies and conspiracy and are forced to try and escape the country. Mm-hmm. In 1984, mm. during the whole Sandinistas Contra scandal where, you know, mm. the country was basically at war with itself. That would have been an awesome movie because there would have been like fighting, gunfire, they're having to hide, well, you know, and that kind of, of stuff. Uh, there this was. film was not that. First of all, all the damn COVID masks. And they didn't even like wear them properly. They put them on for 10 seconds, then they then they took them off again. Like they weren't even using proper protocols if it's supposed to be in current times. But yeah, if it's set in the 80s, there's no COVID masks. Even if there's like a bubonic plague, they're not wearing masks. Like that really distracted me for the whole movie. Then I also spotted a San Jose Sharks t-shirt. Yeah. Who did not enter the NHL until 1991. That's when I finally got a clue. Maybe this is not set in the No, it's not. And all the modern vehicles. So, okay, I get it. This was set in the present time. In which case, what's the point? It's Like you said, there was no urgency. They just laid around in bed for the whole movie and nobody was looking for them. Nobody, like... They got thrown out of the hotel a couple times and they went to somewhere yeah. else. Or stole a car, nobody was looking for it. Yeah. It's or, like nothing ever happened to them until or, the very end. Or the guy that's supposedly really looking for them, that's yeah. supposed to be the Costa Rican dude. Yeah. He's outside of their hotel and he knows the guy's knows in there, there and yet he can't yeah. he's not allowed to enter the yeah. hotel. It's so yeah, they, they but, by the way, Nicaragua currently is still wrought with rebellion. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Yeah, but about. it's not, not the like it's not it the same. It's not the same. You can it, no, get out of Nicaragua. Not, that wasn't it's, the spirit of the original uh, book. You can get out of Nicaragua. Not not in the situation that she was in. No. All right, this I, was I just, disagree. This is just some random journalist and some British dude trying to escape what? Escape something somewhere. I don't know. Well that part makes sense. They they but, lost me twenty minutes in and I really wanted to leave. If Jim wasn't my ride, I probably would have left. <laughs> um, I describe this film as nine and a half weeks. I'm waiting for the butt. Spy game. <laughs> sex, 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 sex. And then some there was soldiers with any guns. Sex. What are you talking what? about? There, there barely was some. I mentioned it there in my was review. So but... much nudity by the lead actress in this film. At one point, I little. thought, okay, we've seen them. Now put them away. <laughs> That's something I never thought of myself. So I'd actually say. The story was way too slow at over two no. hours, way too long. What is going Nothing on? but rage for this piece of crap. There was no but. He didn't there say no but. but. No, because yeah, I 100% yeah, agree with Jim. There is not. I well, wanted, not hard, but I, I gave it a man. I wanted to leave. I want to go sit outside for an hour. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, so here. Wait, in a bucket, isn't it? In a bucket. That's right. Crime in a bucket. <laughs> not crying out loud. It's in a bucket. At any rate. Stars at Noon, directed by Claire Denis, is a fascinating, unflinching piece of cinema. Set in Nicaragua, it follows the exploits of a young writer named Trish, who is truly a product of her circumstance, as she cannot leave the country as her passport has been confiscated, as well as any monetary means to get out. She does what she can to survive, as she sells her body and steals what she needs. She has a chance encounter with a British gentleman, who she doesn't quite know what to make of. There's very little story going on at this point. Just a mesmerizing look at the day-to-day of this character who is literally just doing what she has to do to survive. Then about halfway through, a story starts to develop as she notices that a man that was talking to her British fellow is a cop. When she asks him if he was aware that it is apparent that this is quite a surprise for him. It was a surprise for him. From here, there is a slow build of tension that includes a low-speed car chase through torrential rain, (laughs) a lot of walking. There is some sex. Boy, is he reselling this. (laughs) I know. (laughs) He's describing the the dream movie for Bryce. And eventually it leads to a bummer of an ending. Plus, the film has an appearance from Benny Safdie as the CIA man, who was so 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 good in this plus 
it had a hilarious cameo from John C. Riley as an American publisher. 30 seconds. He was the best. <laughs> who is worth the price of admission just seconds. for the three minutes that he was in the film. This is a slow burning character study of a tough but lonely woman who is a survivor. This was also a Mondo. I freaking loved this movie. <laughs> I could have sat there in the theater all night long and watched these characters. I was absolutely mesmerized by the, the entire atmosphere of this film. What? Where's it the sucked where's, me in like you where's just... The butt? Where's the butt? There's no butt. <laughs> this was such a super duper mondo. There is a good chance that this ends up on my, on my best films of the year. This was... Unless something comes out in the next couple months, this is top three. This was so, so good and everybody should see this film. Yeah. I love, love, love this movie. I did not love it. I do. Here's the thing. Stars I at was, noon. Go see it. It's I, so good. I was I was fully enjoying the fact that we had no clue what was happening. I had bigger problems with the fact that they they didn't have seem to have any urgency through the entire no, really film. They so did. for a film, no, no, they didn't. They, didn't. they did not. Oh, As you're watching the movie, it's kind of like. No, they had no panic. They had they weren't rushed to anything. There they they there was nothing where they're like, we have to actually do something. You know what? No, let's just go back to bed and have so sex. Back to bed and have more sex. Yeah, like the to me no, to me. I don't know what you're watching. No, the I don't know you're They they spun this. Your point, I completely agree with. Up until they get to that point where she says, "Okay, this is where the mystery starts." Mm-hmm. But then that's the part they should have built suspense as opposed to just uh, the, having them oh, be they so. Did. No, they did. It was, was a, holy no. smokes. Was it tense? No, it wasn't. That last no. that last half hour was super tense. The, yeah, but that the last half hour should have been cut. But the the last half hour is when we got to see yeah. Safty, which I agree, he was fantastic. Safty was so good. He was good. So I I did like I did like the characters. I think it was too long. I don't think there was any urgency in a film that should have had. And anyone else on the planet, if you're going to try and relate to these characters, you should have felt that there was urgency to the situation. Acting check. Atmosphere check. Yes. (laughs) You know, I I agree. The atmosphere was there, but the urgency wasn't, which maybe is that for me, that was the huge huge downfall of this movie there was no urgency no. In, a, in a situation you, that had a shit it, ton of it urgency. was it was no it was it just it played more realistic the way that the way that it no, played out no way if these people if they knew they had to get their shit out of dodge they would have they would have been spending they, a lot more time not, getting their ass going they and they if, can't just get up and no they had to they, they had, had to, to stop and take time. No. Have you not seen a road movie? Like, I know you like the things to move really slow, but it didn't, it sh- for that type of thing, when they need to get the hell out of Dodge, they, they needed to move faster. They did get the hell out of Dodge. Well, they didn't. They stopped, and then they had to have sex again in the car, and then they and then they had to- They didn't and, have any car sex, did they? Yeah, they did. They had car sex. I don't remember and, all this and, sex that you're talking about. Was, I had to have been at least I mean, six times they had sex. They, they definitely had some. I mean, I do yeah. I do remember that, but yeah, I don't know. That's, I that, that's not what stands out in my head. That's I like can't. all you can talk about. Well, they're, because it was like, they probably could have cut four of the sex scenes and that would have been 20 minutes. Like I said, I thought that like everything, once, all you need. everything just flowed so I th- well. I think Mary's analogy kind of stands up a bit. Nine and a half weeks meets spy game. I, I don't think it, I don't think there is an analogy for this because yeah. it is just an original oh. movie it, that I was, was so, I so good. One hundred percent, it is original. I didn't understand. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, it was so. It just felt like so nine and a half weeks with good. a little I just in. absolutely adored this movie. Oh, good for you. This is good. I can't wait to watch it again. You do that. So what you. I'm hearing here, we can't agree on anything this week. No, probably not. Nothing. It's been a it's been a washout, huh. and it surprised me that I gave Halloween a higher rating than him. Yeah, because I hate this world films. is topsy turvy. I hate slasher films. I, I, the Halloween bugged me. That was not good. I found some of it entertaining, <laughs> but you know what? We will all agree on 
I just smacked my knee. Yeah, that, well, you that deserve it. Bryce deserves the kick in the shin. That's right. That he, that he, gave, him, that that. he gave himself. All right. Oh, I originally didn't have anything to do with this week, and then I thought of something. <gasps> Pull my finger. I'm going to talk no. about my favorite Myers. That would be Mike Myers. From Halloween? Without the Halloween mask. Uh, you mean not Michael Myers, not but Michael Mike Myers? actor from Toronto, Ontario. Yeah, we just saw him in Amsterdam. We, we did. did. He was very good. He, he was not good. Done not, not I a like lot of the movies he over was not his good. career. Which, I like that movie. I, mean, I liked it too. Way, he used to be funny. So I am going to do a little short countdown about favorite movies what? that he's been in. Nice. Starting with, well, honorable mention goes, of course, to Amsterdam and Bohemian Rhapsody because he was in, in them very long, but they were the same characters. So. Okay. But he was cute in both of those. Mm. First up, we have 54. Yes. He was, yeah, like, he, truly creepy in that. He was good in that. He was yeah. very good in that. Uh, then we have uh, View from the Top, which was a little uh, underrated comedy, was, which I enjoyed. It yes, it had, had Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Yeah. Christina Applegate. It was awful. And, of course, Mr. Potato, Mark Ruffalo, was oh, yeah, the guy they fight over. That it was movie. awful. But I understand he was awesome. Ruffalo, though. He yeah. was awesome. He was good. He yeah. was, he was the, the, their flight attendant teacher. Mark Ruffalo he, was? He, no. No, he wasn't. Oh. And he had a lazy eye. He was awesome. He was the best character in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. He was the have, best thing in that movie. Then, of course, okay. we have the Austin Powers. I kind of prefer the second one to any of them. But oh. Was the he in Austin was Powers? Yeah, he was Austin Powers. Oh. And he, he only Evil. played one character. No, he played two. I think he played more than two. <laughs> she played a few. I think he, I think he played about ten characters. What? Really? Then we, have, of course, have Wayne's World, which everyone knows him for. The second one was a major disappointment, but the first one was just comic genius. That's when I actually enjoyed SNL, which I haven't for a long time. Okay. And my number one movie that I think he's ever done may surprise you. Is it about axe murders? It might be. So I so married. married an axe yeah. murderer. Such a good movie. Comic good. genius. Probably the best role I've ever seen him in. I like he it. plays himself, and he also plays his Scottish father, who steals the movie with every line. It's just, and Nancy Travis was like drop dead gorgeous in it. She was awesome. Mm. Um, and Anthony, what's his name? Anthony Paglia or something? Le- as his, Paglia. His buddy. Yeah, yeah, his buddy. Taglia, Taglia. Charles Grodin was in it. Yep. I Stephen like Wright Grodin. was in it. Stephen Wright. Phil awesome. Hartman. Phil Hartman's awesome. Played a, he played a, 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 a tour guide named Judy, I think I need to Judy watch or that something. Again, you should. I will. Uh, he played a tour. He played a. a We're a, all going to an Alcatraz to. tour guide. I think his name was Judy or something. It was some girl name. Girl name. And, Judy. and he's telling all these horror stories about how the the inmates used to shank each other and then have sex and stuff. And I'm like, that was awesome. It was. He ate the bitch's eyeballs. It yes. was pretty damn good. It was the best role I ever saw him in. So yeah, rather than see another Michael Myers movie, I will go back and see this movie. Again and again, again and again and again. Now, does anybody remember his his poetry reading? Yes. You want me to recite it? Yeah, I do want it. Okay, I will. Uh, that's when he breaks up with uh, with his uh, girlfriend. Yep. And I can find it. Harriet. 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 Hard-hearted harbinger of haggis. Beautiful bemused. Bellicose butcher. Untrusting. Unknowing, unloved Ed? <laughs> he wants you back, he screamed into the night, like a fireman going to the window that has no fire, except the passion of his heart. I am lonely. It's really hard. This poem sucks. <laughs> nice. Anyway, yeah, mm. that's my little piece of heaven. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Now, there's so many things I could rage about as we come into Halloween season. Rob Zombie. I mean, that's—I don't even have to say that anymore. How much I despise Rob Zombie's films, but the best. But what I will rage about this week is. 
I cannot stand the fact that this is a really bad Halloween season. We got better horror films in September True. than we're getting now. And I'm kind of like the ones that I'm kind of excited that we're hopefully going to get to see is is like we're not even getting them here in Canada. So yeah. it's it's really frustrating. And then on top of that, the the level of murdergasm that I had in Halloween Kills was so high. I thought there's no way they can they can to get that to the mondo that we were all hoping for was they if they would have done the John Wick Halloween version and had Michael Myers just motherfucking kill every single person in that town like he started to yep. in the in the second one it should have just gone to they should have put their foot on the gas pedal and gave him a knife and just let him go that that was the movie i think every single one of us wanted to see and it just didn't happen and and i think to close the book on halloween ends with not having the biggest murdergasm of that franchise is disappointment so my rage this week is what i told you it was halloween disappoints you know but i still enjoyed it because i like i'm a bit of a fan of michael myers like i know you like Voorhees, but myers is my dude um so it's like i did enjoy some of the twists and turns and i, I just wanted to see something go into that wood chipper so yeah my like well, can we please the, first half of the movie wasn't nothing to do with them can I, we please get better horror at halloween the whole month of October should just be gooing with horror. Like, save your good September horror for... I have to talk to your Bloomhouse October. boys. Bloomhouse boys are the only guys doing horror these days, it seems. Yeah, I don't know. It's pissing me off. That's yeah. my rage. Yeah. Let's have some real fucking horror come out here. I want to see... I want to see the... I don't even know what I'm... I want to see Terrifier 2. This is what there I want to see. Mm. Is that a segue? I don't know. This might be my best rage ever. I'll let you guys decide. My rage is that Cineplex keeps on running out of large popcorn bags. Oh, is that why you had two? That's my rage. Is that why you had two? That's actually pretty good. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Remember last week when we talked about the fact we were going to see Halloween ends? Yeah. So here's a funny story. Because it goes on to your rage from last week. And I vowed I was going to see Halloween ends... As a child. So interesting point, Bryce. They gave us the option to purchase it, but they're smart enough. They're smart enough to know I couldn't buy a single child ticket by myself. Yes. <laughs> they said to me, you have to be an adult to go to see this movie. Yet they still fucking had it as a choice for me so to drop down. If you had bought an adult ticket for yourself and a child one for me, that would have worked. It could have worked. That would have worked. And I'm kicking myself now because I should have gone you as a done, senior. You should have done that. I should have done it as a senior. Exactly. Why, um, why are you I, stepping on my rage? I'm just adding to your rage. Disagreeing with you, I, I 100% agree with your pop, your pop. So I'm sorry, I, I can't to do eat with it. Popcorn bags. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, you're, I'm you're adding on to your rage for I'm giving you the best rage that I ever have in my life, and then you just went. And your whole rage I, I just was saying last week's popcorn? rage was pretty good, and I just wanted to add to that. That's all you got because we made a promise to our listeners. There was an exclamation point at the end of my rage, and then you come in with more, so it just takes away the effectiveness of my rage. Do you want me to pass it back? I'm gonna repeat my. I'm gonna repeat my rage again. No, no, no. And then we're gonna end. Can we? Because it's my rage. Can you put just add a little bit more sprinkle on there? Like you're adding a little bit of salt on that. Sauce it up a little. Sauce it up. Give it some. Give us a bit more zhuzh. Doesn't need any sauce. It It, just. It's the facts or the. Put that fake. No. That butter fake fake butter butter shit you put on it. Butter it up. No. My rage is that Cineplex keeps on running out of large popcorn bags. That's my rage. Apparently that's all he's got. <laughs> that's okay, it. now I have to do it again. No, you don't. Stop raining on my parade. Yeah, now you know how it feels. But you know what? The best thing about parades Just saying. is that they're fun. Yeah. I hate parades. 
they're Everyone too long. You're standing there. You do, get do, sore do, feet. Do, do, you stand do, in one do, stinking do, place. There's never anywhere to sit. Yeah, but when you're in the parade, they're kind of fun. Oh, if you're in the parade, well, yeah. that's different. I, I never watch parades. I'm always in a parade. Mm. Whenever wherever I go, I've never the, been in a parade. parade. Well, you like walk very, beside me, and I'm always in the parade. So you're no, you're the float that comes along with me. You're like Ferris Bueller. You're the center of attention. That's all in your head. That's yeah, not it's a thing. True. It's all true thing. Why is there no music? What's happening here? Because you guys were talking about something. Yeah, we're still talking. We we not we we talked non stop. Because the rage was over, and I was waiting. Well, we weren't we weren't raging. We were talking about the parade that is happens to be the parade of lists. So there. Now so we're moving on. Murray charged us Did I? with Lord of War. Yeah, it was better than I remember it being, actually. Yeah, you know what? I think I liked it better the second time. Yeah. Because I remember seeing it the first time, I was kind of like, eh, it's yeah, all right. But it was better. It kind of... Here's... Here, well, I don't want to say this yet. Uh, after we do our countdown. Murray, did you get to see it? Okay. So we had Jared Leto mm. versus Who's, Nick Cage. Both of them were very good in this, actually. They were very good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say at times they were both very good. They, I, so, I, th- I would say that one. Okay, I'll, I'll say it after we do this. Yes, it'll let's give do away it. Okay, yeah, me too. Right. Three, two, one, Nick Jared Cage. Leto. Oh, damn it. <laughs> wow. You thought he was going to pick Nick Cage, didn't you? No, I don't know who he thought. No, I mean, he thought you were going to pick him, so you'd knock him off. I know that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No. You know how much you love Nick Cage. Yeah, I love Nick Cage, but I thought there was parts of this movie he was flat. I thought I, that And Jared Leto was, was consistent in every I single shot. Nick, I thought, and that's the whole thing, Jared Leto was consistent in every single shot, and he was consistently very good, but whether Nick Cage was over the top or or not quite over the top, I was still more mesmerized by him because I'm like, what the, what is going on? See, I, I, I wasn't, and part of it was that I didn't find him consistent through the whole movie. So when, when whenever Jared Leto would show up on screen, I was just kind of more excited because I was like, what he's doing just seems that much more exciting. But for Nick Cage, it was kind of like, and even his 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 monotone uh, narration over top of it was kind of like, yeah, and this is the time I did the blah, blah, blah. Like there was no emotion, which you know it, it's part of what the, what the story was. I, I get it, but that character kind of followed through yeah. through through his acting, and so for it, for me, it was probably one of the flattest I've seen Cage. That that's why I thought Leto was better because every time he was on, he nailed it. And when when he got in the same scene with Nick, I I guess I kind of understand what you're saying, but to me, I thought Leto yeah, and, that, China, that was, and that was the thing. Whenever they were on screen together, which was most of it, I mean, it's not yeah. like Jared Leto had a whole lot of scenes without Nick Cage. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I was watching Nick Cage the whole time. I couldn't I couldn't look away from Nick yeah, Cage. Yeah, I couldn't for, look away from Leto. And, uh, and Jared Leto was the the consummate professional that he always is and whatever he's asked to do he nails it and he did nail it and in this case nailing it meant that you don't upstage nick cage and he didn't <laughs> yeah see uh, the one his very last scene that they did together is he, he was i awesome. thought leto totally outdid cage uh maybe in that one scene i could almost see your point almost um, but overall, I'm still I'm still drawn to Nick the Cage sad, in this. Case. The saddest thing about this, yeah, is that we get to keep them both. That's terrible. That's sad. That's so sad. <laughs> so sad. Usually we usually sometimes when we disagree, it's a fight. But this yeah, is something. This seems so I, naturally awesome like because we didn't fine. really want to lose either of them. I, I, in all honesty, I did not want to lose Cage. You know that. Well, yes, I, I'm well aware of that. He's my man. Yeah. But I really thought Leto took him. So. Oh, and, and you know that you know that I genuinely love Nick Cage in this particular role because anytime I can put it to you, I'll totally do it. So uh, if I thought if there yeah. was any chance, <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, yeah, that's true. You could have, yeah. But if you, you thought it was lie. going Nick Cage anyway, then you just thought we'd well, be losing the, the Jared Leto. Whole, well, that's the whole thing. That's what tells you that I genuinely thought it was Nick Cage because I was sure you were going to say Nick Cage, and I was, I was very upset that we we're going to lose Jared Leto, but I am completely <laughs> honest when it comes to these. So, so the am I. I see so so I think, am I. I think that we just proved that, but I think it's been implied sometimes that we're, that we're not and that we're, we're pulling for our boys. Yeah. But in this case, if I had to pull for someone, 
I'd be pulling for Jared Leto. <laughs> you'd be pulling for Nick Cage. And we both chose the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So I just like to lay this as the This the is proof, the absolute the proof, proof that we that don't we have are, favorites. Exactly. So thank you. There we go. And thank God Murray didn't see this. Uh, yeah, I don't know who I would have picked. Probably Leto. <laughs> um, yeah. So, as you know, last week or whenever the hell it was, we added a couple more people to our memory. We did. We did. One of them was Christian Bale. Yes, so we you did. you wanted me to find a movie. Oh, we did. And I did. I almost went with his very first movie, which was what? Empire, oh, Newsies? Empire of the Sun. Oh, I thought it was Newsies. Sure it was oh, God, he was so brilliant in Empire of the Sun. But he was only 13. He could have knocked out, um, what's no, his face? Uh, yeah, no. Oh, no, no with a more recent one, which I'm fairly certain both people got nominated for Oscars. Which means nothing, but okay. But I'm just saying. Yep. Um, that would be Vice. Christian Bale. Sam Rockwell. Ooh. Controversial Sam Rockwell. Yeah, we just saw is. recently. Yeah, he should be gone, but that's just. Well, we'll see if this this knocks him out. Yeah, this if yeah maybe this is I may actually this watch is the this. final truth. Even though it's about Bush and Cheney, I might actually watch this. This movie is so good, Murray. It is so. Have so, you not seen so, Vice? No. You'll so, you'll like Vice. It's so. I, so I good. will guarantee that you will like Vice. You think so? Dude? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and Christian, positive. even though I don't like George Bush, I care. Here, it doesn't here's, matter. Here, Watch it. I'm not it. envisioning that. Like, I don't want to predict anything. But after watching Christian Bale in this, I was just like, I forgot that Sam Rockwell was in this there movie. So that's really? not that's not Maybe boding well for the fact. We'll that, see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It's. Right, well, I'm yeah. excited. We've proved that we can be honest. Yes, go. we have. At least for once. For once. For once. For once and for all. <laughs> once and for all. Wait. Are we still it, doing? Well, is there anything from from this week that we saw that we think we should talk about that we've already seen? Anything from Halloween ends that? Well, I already told that, you that if that if, floats your jowls. It was orange, anyways. Yeah, it, it was just. <laughs> I just I if everybody was awful in that as I say that was that was such a piss poor performance from Will Patton that I just can't believe it was even him and it, it didn't even look like him like what's going on no, with Will Patton how days? dare you get older Will Patton how dare you be well 70 he didn't years he old. didn't look old though like he looked plastic like his maybe it was, it was weird makeup. maybe it was makeup. I think they had makeup on little him. Botox yeah it was. Or just, was, you know, makeup. It was very, he looked very odd to me for some reason. Like he almost looked, you know how uh, uh, Robert De Niro looked in uh, The Irishman oh when God. they computer yeah. generated him the younger? younger? Yeah, yeah, that was. It's, it's what it, that's what it kind of reminded me yeah, of. Because yeah. he had like no lines in his face. Remember, it was just yeah. weird, but he still looked old. It yeah. was, it's very strange. Remember how much I hated that movie? Yes, Remember that? I, I really liked it. it was yeah, good. it was, no, it was yeah, really bad. All right. Scorsese. Can we, can we I put Scorsese up for awesome. repulsive. <laughs> I, don't, I like too many of his early movies to really. Yeah. And he doesn't make enough movies to really. He's, he's, yeah. he's made awesome. eight movies in the last 30 years. He's just years. made one bad movie in a while. So. Yeah. Have you ever I noticed was, that. I was um, joking that he was repulsive. I know you were. Have you ever noticed that um, Scorsese and Joe Dante like have almost exact same mannerisms? Yes. They're just <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I have to do a double take to see like, okay, who am I listening to right now? Is Dante from New York too, though? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just the New York. But they mannerism. yeah, they really because De Niro they, has those almost, mannerisms too. If Dante like would just slick his hair straight back, they'd almost look the same. Put some black glasses on him, slick his hair back. Maybe, maybe they actually are the same. They person. might be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe. I mean, the films that Dante does are very different uh, than Scorsese's. I only bring that up because I was just watching those scariest moments on Shudder, and there's a yeah. lot of Joe Dante on There is a lot of Joe Dante. And I was, like, well, I was like, I was like, why, why are they interviewing Scorsese? Oh, it's not Scorsese. It's Joe Dante. <laughs> <laughs> it's doppelganger. Nice. That's so good. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Jess. And I'm Ebony. And we are the, the Gruesome Twosome Movie Reviewsome. We are about the wacky, the wonderful, the weird, the strange, <laughs> the unusual, the gore, the fucked up, <laughs> the actors, the connection, the theater, the passion, the love. Pretty much everything that comes film with represents. film. Yeah. But if it's if it's on a, a screen, we are there. We are reviewing. We love snacks. We love people. 
we love love. We just love film. We love film. So, so come join us on the couch. If you're as crazy as film as we are, come join us and have a good time with us. See you soon, my loves. Bye. Our down under buddies. They are crazy. They are crazy. Last week on Rage or Dare, it was Jim's turn to tempt fate and go back to the bag of torturous destiny. As you all might remember, the boys are focused on what can only be imagined as the worst dare challenge ever to be undertaken in film dare history. They have each dared each other to see who will pick High School Musical 3 from each other's bag. As you can imagine, Jim was quite excited to be forced to watch Evita instead of anyone, anyone, High School Musical 3. This week, both Bryce and Jim will lovingly embrace the Casey remake bag of true torture. <laughs> Though I am sure for the boys it will be a true vacation compared to Tempting Fate with High School Musical 3. Now let's check in with Jim and see if he will cry for Argentina or just cry for the two hours and 15 minutes he spent watching Madonna pretending to be she's from Latin America like a virgin. Hey! <laughs> Touched for the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I fucking love that man. I would marry him and take him away if I only could. So, Evita. If only yes. the warnings at the beginning of this show mm-hmm. were going to be the worst things about this film. You know, like some mild language yes. or thematic elements. Or images of violence and possibly what could be the most scandalous thing is that it contains tobacco depictions. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, fuck me. May I be able to survive tobacco depictions? I mean, I can get past mild language. Mm. I mean... Tobacco depictions? I had a feeling before I was starting to watch this, for the second time, I might add, that I was in for some trouble. God, this film is long. And it jumps between eras and timelines so much near the beginning, I felt like I was watching a musical version of an Argentinian film making Back to the Future, or maybe an Argentinian Time Bandits. But you know... Not nearly as good as either one of those films. Bad enough that they threw singing in for no reason whatsoever. Because it was in the stage play. Was the fact that half the actors are all people who can't hold a tune. Oh, no. There was two saving graces that allowed this to save it from becoming the worst musical time travel, English-speaking, Argentinian biopic, period piece film filled with an entire cast who aren't Argentinians. Number one, Madonna can actually sing. And number two, it's visually beautifully shot. Okay. This film was beautifully shot. Again, it has that stupid musical song structure where there is no hook in any of the songs and basically just singing obvious dialogue like my family is poor and I want to be famous and go to Argentina Buenos Aires to make or take a dump and live in a building and buy coffee at a cafe or whatever was that a song from it? I don't remember that in the stage play it's I think that's what I heard. Ultimately, this film is way too long at two hours and 15 minutes to tell a story that could have been a short. Plus, 
was so boring, which has multiplied the fact by 99% of the dialogue was sang by people who can't sing and acted by a lead who is repulsive in almost everything she does mm. with over-the-top dramatics. And if things start, it seems they are going in the right way. And if they're not going in the right way, you know what you do? You just throw in... Don't cry for me, Argentina, to pep things up, which happened multiple times in this movie. Really? Yeah. It was kind of like, you know what? The story's getting a little draggy. You know what this needs? Don't cry for me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. In full-on verses. Yeah. Yeah. It's a musical opera mm, made so English-speaking people could learn the history of Argentina as they sing along, I'm not surprised it's on Disney Plus, just to say. Mm. Not a fan of musicals, Madonna as an actor, people pretending to be Argentinians who are not, period pieces in general, and two hours and 15 minute shorts. Although, I did love seeing a younger Antonio and Jonathan Price. But wait, this wasn't English. So, Antonio normally doesn't make good English speaking movies. So yeah, this is a pass. It's a rage. Antonia, get back to being in Spanish films. There you go. And I wish we could have talked about this before we did the list because I really want to put forward Madonna again for being repulsive. Perhaps we'll have to talk about her next week. Maybe. I, I, well, so go back in time. So when did I... Did I actually... Well, I was the reason that she didn't become... I, that she's not yeah, repulsive? Yeah, so what? What was my or maybe reasoning? Maybe it was Murray. I don't know. Uh, I don't like her. I don't know. You what was my? What would have my, been like my reasoning? I think you liked her in that. In what? Suddenly Susan or something? No. No. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I, I just remember you I said didn't she didn't find her repulsive. Didn't mind her in League of Their Own, but oh, maybe that's uh, what it was. Because I don't think it was me. I can't imagine that I didn't that, that find her repulsive. Yeah. So Murray kiboshed it. I kind of want to go back in time and find uh, that episode. I wouldn't have taken her off the list for that. No, no. The list we want to put her on no, is I the repulsive list. No, she's not. No, she's not. I think she might be on the doubted list, but she's not, she's not on the repulsive There we go. Well, except we can't put her on now. We have to wait till next week. It's too late. So stay tuned, everybody. I, I do want to go back and find out who actually kiboshed it in the first place. You know what? Don't cry for me, Argentina. Okay. It's not worth it. Truth is, yeah. I never left you. Let's, uh, let's pull a movie from the uh, Casey's, Casey's bag. The, the Casey remake bag of torture. Let's let's see what I what we choose. I'll get to watch it on my brand new couch. It's coming tomorrow. Oh baby, might have to sneak over and yes. cuddle you on that couch if it's something really good. What could be what could be a remake we haven't seen lately? I don't know. Let's find There's out. There's a few of them in there. He does like to torture us with remakes. Uh, are they all remakes? No. Is that gonna uh, Here's a few. Is this a remake? I think it's a remake. <laughs> What is it, it? It seriously is. Now, did anybody else see this? Because I, I seem to remember watching half of it, and then I actually had to bow out. Oh. Okay. You have to tell me what it is in it, order for me to answer your question. It's it's the movie from 2011. Okay. There were a few movies in 2011. Yep. You this one in specific. particular yeah. was titled Conan. Oh, the, the sorry. Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, no, the oh, remake. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. Which which is a remake. <laughs> yes, it is. Jason Samoa. <laughs> and Jason Momoa, Momoa not sorry, Samoa. He's Samoa. He's Samoan. Ron Perlman, Rose yeah. McGowan, yeah. Steve Lang, Rachel yeah. Nichols, yeah. Bob Sapp, yeah. Leo Howard, so. Stephen O'Donnell. This sounds great. Why would this be in our bag? I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah. Remakes are usually good, right? I can honestly say that I 100% know that I watched it. And I 100% can't remember one thing about it. Huh. I guarantee usually, I saw it in the theater. That's usually a man. Usually, yeah. So right? maybe it will be. I don't think it's going to be because you know what? Gonna, it's, he, he wouldn't have put it. He, he is absolutely. Uh, uh, like, as I've said before, Casey gets it. And he has not missed yet. He's Everything he's put in that game. Bag has just been so god freaking awful. You know, it's borderline unwatchable. So I assume this. There's will be a reason as well. why Casey is the god and the voice of Rager Dare. 
He gets it. He gets, he gets it. us. He totally gets it. He gets yeah. us. He gets it. He gets everything. Yeah. Well, thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks to Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from The Nerdy Photographer for the voice of Rage or Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, 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 pretty, please, 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 please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.